0: As time goes on, we build more ability to succeed into the genome.
1: Once you start looking for the opportunities, they will start appearing everywhere.
0: Yeah, to be thankful and to be in awe of your own life.
1: I think that's what it takes. Go deeper. Find your center. Live life to the fullest. This is the Deeper Connections Podcast from The Daily Motivator. Welcome to the Deeper Connections Podcast from The Daily Motivator, sponsored by Connections University, where you'll find the Experience Excellence Audio Program, a resource for encouragement, inspiration, and mastery of life's everyday challenges. Visit deeperconnectionspodcast.com and download Experience Excellence today.
0: We go to a lot of trouble, you and I and everybody goes to a lot of trouble to live our life, to take care of all the details of life. And why? Why do we go to so much trouble? After all, life is, is very difficult. So what makes it worth all that difficulty? Sometimes we get so caught up in taking care of the day-to-day necessities that we forget about the spectacular experience of our own existence. We forget about all the amazing realities of the universe. And we forget about the pretty much limitless possibilities of what can be. The fact is, life is just awesome. It's filled with awe-inspiring people and experiences, objects, concepts, ideas, technology, processes. It's just awesome, and it's filled with awesome stuff. It's available to us right now, at any time, anywhere. You can go out tonight, if it's a clear night, you can go out and look up at the sky And you see little points of light and you realize that each one of those little points of light is a massive fireball. And it is so incredibly far away that you can't even imagine how far away it is. It's so far away that the light that you're looking at, the photons that are entering your eyeball and registering as a point of light up in the sky, those have been traveling for maybe hundreds or even thousands of years to arrive right where you are, right at that moment. And I I just think that's pretty amazing. And our existence, our life is filled with stuff like that. What do you think, Kim? Do you find yourself in awe?
1: (laughs) I, I do. I think it's amazing too. And even just when I was listening to you talk, I could envision what you were talking about. Just envision laying there under the stars and looking at you know, out into space and how it goes on and on. And when you start thinking about it, yes, it is completely awe inspiring. I'm amazed every day at the things that are in our lives that are right in front of us that, like you said, we may take for granted, but they are spectacular. They're miraculous even. And They can bring so much joy, especially if we just stop to notice. Like, I'll tell you the other day, I was out in my backyard and I've got a Japanese maple that is just brilliant red right now. I mean, it looks like it's on fire. Well, I (sighs) glanced over and there was a bright green chameleon sitting right there on the leaves and i took some photos of that because i'm telling you it was just that bright red and then with the bright green i thought look at that gift you can't paint that that's just a gift that nature yeah, gives and yeah. it, and it was all inspiring for me it brought me so much joy
0: that's cool where well there is so much color in nature in in the whole world There's a whole spectrum of different colors, and colors are beautiful. And and we see colors all the time, but we fail to stop and think about them. Mm -hmm. How much color adds to our life. I mean, I'm old enough to remember when television was in black and white, and it was a big deal when we got color TV. That Mm -hmm. was a big, big deal. But, you know, here's the crazy thing about color. Nothing really has color. The color is made by light. Yeah. And some objects reflect more red light. The chameleon that you saw today was at the moment reflecting more green light. Sometimes Mm -hmm. they turn brown. Other objects reflect blue or orange or pink or whatever color they are. That is the light reflecting off of them. Isn't that cool? And the color is in the light. It's just the way that it reflects off of them. But you know what? That's not even the whole story because in order for there to be color, Somebody has to see that color. Otherwise, it's just electromagnetic waves. And we use our eyes to see the color, but the color is not even in our eyes. It's not even in our brain. It goes deeper than that. It exists in our consciousness. And so when you think about color, you can take that all the way into a deep connection to the mysterious, ineffable phenomenon that is your consciousness.
1: Oh, so cool.
0: Yeah, and we see all these colors in the world and and we realize if we're if we're
1: not there to see them
0: they're not there.
1: Yeah, so we're intricately tied to everything beautiful. Yes. That is before us. I'll tell you, I had an amazing experience. You're you're making me think about this. Uh, when I was in Sedona and on a hike, and I was down in this canyon, and I looked up, and I was surrounded by mountains. And what's amazing is, as the light changes there, as time moves throughout the day, and the light changes, those mountains at one point can be red, and then brown, and then purple. It's amazing. And so I'm standing there in the canyon. And I looked up and I saw the mountains looking purple. It was so awe-inspiring that I said out loud, oh my gosh, you are beautiful. And you know, I heard back, so are you. And it it blew me away. It was like, I am so intricately tied to what I'm seeing that we're not separate. We're the same thing. And that's why I can speak it and hear it back.
0: Right. Yeah, that is, that's a great story. You know, you're talking about beauty and the fact that we think of beauty as something external to ourselves. We look at the mountains and see beauty, or we look at a beautiful painting and see beauty. But in order for beauty to exist, just like with the color, somebody has to see it. And what makes it beauty is the beauty within you that resonates with those mountains, that resonates with that painting, that enables appreciation for it and love for it.
1: Mm-hmm. That
0: is the essence of beauty.
1: You know, something I found really interesting and beautiful recently as well, this is a an experience that we can all all share. And I would really encourage people to do this. I was doing a cleanse at the beginning of the year. And this is mostly it's a food based cleanse. And so it's a ton of what I call a pile of vegetables. I was eating so many vegetables every day. Um, <laughs> and just I felt like Good I was, it, it was great. And I love them anyway. But with this particular thing, it's so much and I felt like I was in the kitchen constantly, because the only way to do it is you have to spend a lot of preparation time so that you have them ready because you're going to get really hungry when you're just eating the vegetables like that. And so I was cutting up all the time, you know, cucumbers and carrots and yellow squash. And then I had my spinach and beets, red beets. And then I have these these radishes that I'm just in love with. They're called watermelon radishes. And so they look like a watermelon, green on the outside and this beautiful bright pink on the inside. And I found myself, as I would make my salads, really just marveling at the color of everything that was there in the bowl for me to eat. And I kind of really came back into a relationship of just love for vegetables and good, clean, delicious food. And what happens when you do something like this, too, is that food starts tasting better and and better. My nutritionist recommends that people do this a couple of times a year. And after I was done with the cleanse, you know, I didn't want to go back to eating some of the other things that I had had in my diet. You, you just want to keep it clean because it tastes so good. And it also puts you in a creative mode. And so I, I found myself being extremely thankful for my food and just the goodness of it.
0: Well, yeah, and the ability to taste it, and like you said, that sense of taste improves when you improve what you give it. it. It responds to you in a positive way, and you're right. I mean, I've experienced the same thing that when you get away from processed foods and a lot of sugar, that things really do taste good, and even the the process that you go through to prepare it is a sort of a ritual. Uh, you know, instead of just opening up a package that was made in a factory and eating it, <laughs> right? you get out uh, fresh vegetables and you cut them up and you mix them together and do whatever you have to do with them. And that connects you to them, right? You've, you've invested yourself in preparing them. That brings to mind the sense of smell. And of course, that's closely related to taste as well. That's where I guess most of our taste comes from. Our sense of taste comes from the sense of smell.
1: The smell is so strong, though, such a strong sense.
0: Well, it is. And it is so primordial, too. Mm-hmm. It goes deep, deep into us and it can connect you to places and people and experiences from a long, long time ago.
1: Oh, yes.
0: You know, <laughs> it can we're take wired. you
1: straight to another place.
0: It can it, instantly, <laughs> yeah. And it can, and it's an emotional connection. Mm-hmm. Like an old bottle of cologne or something can take you to a beautiful, sunny day at the beach with a beautiful woman or man.
1: Mm-hmm. There's this wonderful smell when I go to the lake to water ski. I always smell freshly cut hay when I'm out there. And the second I smell that hay, I am with my granddad because as a little girl going to his farm and smelling the hay and the cattle, there's a whole feeling that goes along with that of being with him and having him carry me around and show me the different cows and all of the different things about the land. And I saw a wolf for the first time with him and I was so fascinated. And so just the smell of hay brings all of those experiences to me. And wow, again, yeah. so joyful. That is
0: beautiful. That is beautiful. And I I can completely understand what you're talking about. I have pretty much the same relationship to the smell of a fig tree. Mm. Because my grandmother in Mississippi, she had a house and it, it had a, another building out in back, out in back of her house. And right next to that building was a large fig tree and, and we could climb it was kind of like a garage
1: mm-hmm. or a
0: a storage shed. And we could actually, when we were kids, we could climb up on the roof of that building and go over to the leaves of the fig tree that were hanging over the building and pick figs. Mm. And we would make fig preserves and all that stuff. But a fig tree has a very distinct aroma to it.
1: It does. And there's yeah.
0: there's a couple when I on my daily walk, that I walk by. And this time of year, they're starting to get that aroma. And it, it does. It just instantly takes me back 50 years to, mm-hmm. to my grandmother's house in Mississippi. So yeah, that that's a cool story that you have.
1: Well, you're, you know, your family, just the gratitude and thankfulness for all of the people. That have been in our lives, our families and our ancestors, and what they've handed down and the experiences that they've exposed us to. I think about my parents, that there's just no amount of thankfulness that I believe I can even feel to match what I believe that they gave me. And so my heart, I I really just feel like it swells when I think about. Everything that I had with them and grandparents and aunts and uncles and cousins and good friends, it's just this ripple effect of love when you begin to think about all the people and the ways that they've touched our lives.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. That is awesome. The people, not only family, but all the people in our lives Mm -hmm. that we can be thankful for. And not only the people... And and I I feel the same way about my parents. Uh, I feel very very fortunate, and I realize that 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 is not always the case. Right, you know, there right. are people, and that makes me very sad mm-hmm. to to think that there are people whose parents did not give them the love and support and, and upbringing
1: exactly that
0: that I got and. That's, you know, that's a large part of what motivates me to do what I do is me to too. try to pass along that goodness that that I was so fortunate to get,
1: mm-hmm.
0: to pass that along to as many people. I, you know, I feel an obligation.
1: Me too, Ralph.
0: Literally to do that. But, you know, and and then you start thinking, well, you know, where does that come from? How did that get instilled in your parents? Well, it was probably their parents and, and their parents before them and generation after generation of people. And I, I wrote in my book, The Power of 10 Billion Dreams, I wrote about how every person who is alive right now is the descendant of hundreds or thousands of survivors. Mm. People who braved unimaginable conditions and lived long enough to have children and to raise those children to be Self-sufficient. What it must have taken, you know, back before there was electricity or back before there was even civilization to do that and to to raise children to where they could take care of themselves and then have their own children. A lot of people didn't survive, you know. Right. right. A lot of people didn't live long enough to even know they were alive. You know, they would die being born or at the mm-hmm, age of mm-hmm. one or two and Yet enough of them did live and procreate and have children of their own. And everyone that is alive today is a descendant of those highly successful people, the very most successful people. So, you know, the awesome thing to me is as time goes on, we build more ability to succeed into the genome, into Mm -hmm. the group of people that there are living. To me, I think it's, it's pretty awesome really.
1: Oh, like you're talking about with each generation, the education and some of it's formal, some of it's informal, just things that you're told that are passed down that make you more educated, hopefully, than the last generation. And I think about the education that my parents gave me. Uh, Again, I mean, it's absolutely invaluable. And like you, I recognize that not everybody has that. And so, yes, it does feel like an obligation and i mean that in the best way a happy joyful obligation to take what i've been given and to spread that around as much as i can to take whatever knowledge whatever wisdom i have and share it with others because as you're saying when there are so many others who don't have that handed to them there have to be other resources for them to to reach to and one of the things that i think is amazing that I feel thankful for being able to connect with you and do this podcast. I mean, technology can drive me crazy, and yet we're reaching people all over the world, Ralph. Yeah, that's true. We've gotten to the point where
0: we take that for granted.
1: Exactly.
0: And it hasn't really been with us all that long. But you know, you can go even further back with the concept of technology. Language itself (laughs) is an amazing, awesome technology, and it enables us to express ourselves in very specific and detailed ways and to pass down knowledge. The ability to tell stories and to hear the stories of others. We can live a thousand different lives through the stories of other people, and we can learn things from people who lived hundreds of years ago. That's really pretty amazing. And now with the electronic technology, with information technology, we have access to so much more. We can read all the classic works of literature pretty much for free. It's good to to take advantage of that. You know, we we kind of think that we're more sophisticated than the people that lived a long time ago. Mm -hmm. But they went through the very same Challenges that we go through on a day-to-day basis,
1: yeah, of and they course. did so
0: without a whole lot of support system, right? So there is an enormous amount that we can learn, and I, I guess I'm kind of going back to that same theme of of our ancestors. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit arrogant of us to think that we've got it all figured out, and they didn't. Now we <laughs> have obviously made a lot of progress in in a lot of areas that had not been made at the time. You know, people maybe 500 years ago. Mm-hmm. But still, I think what, what civilization has done over thousands of years is developed values that have stood the test of time. Mm-hmm. And you look at the societies that are most successful are the ones that have stayed closest to those values. You know, respect for, for human life and respect for property, just basic things like that. I mean, they're codified in things like the Ten Commandments. Obviously, mm-hmm. I think those are pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they really are. They they're very valuable, and and I'm certainly thankful for that rich collection of wisdom that oh, yeah. that every person has access to.
1: I was kind of laughing to myself when you were talking about uh, that we tend to think that we're more sophisticated and know more than those that have gone before us, and what a great description of teenagers. So anybody who's ever been around teenagers, right, know that teenagers get to a place where they think they know it all and you don't. And it was making me laugh to myself because my sister and I have uh, often laughed at the word ingrate and where we learned that, which came (laughs) from when my parents, where there were different times, probably in our teenage years, where we would hear the word ingrate. And I was thinking about My mother, my piano lessons when I was growing up, I went through this phase where, of course, I would rather be out doing things with friends, but I had to practice my piano lessons before I could do that. And I remember one day specifically where I was just having a meltdown. (laughs) And so I put my head down on the piano and I was kind of banging on it. And I said, I am never going to have a piano in my house when I grow up. And my mother said, well, that's fine. You can do whatever you want. But right now you're going to practice your piano lessons. And she said, and I promise you, you're going to thank me for that someday. And she was so right. Not only do I have a piano, but music has been an essential part of my life for a lifetime. And I think about that, and I laugh out loud about the wisdom that she had, knowing that, guess what, I'm not going to let this kid get the better of me here, because I know what this is going to do for her. And I am so thankful that she did.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it would have been easier just to give in to you. And unfortunately, a lot of people even you know, with the best of intentions, we'll do that.
1: Absolutely. But
0: but yeah, fortunately she stood her ground and it it has changed your life in a very positive way.
1: Right. And I can assure you I was challenging her big time, so I really give her major credit for not backing down on that. <laughs> and, and many other things. <laughs> we just have we have countless opportunities everywhere. And that really is for every single person. So yes, there are people who maybe did not receive some of the training that we had growing up, Uh, maybe that they didn't have some of the privileges, some of the love from parents. But I will always say that in this world, there are always countless opportunities. And they may be more difficult for some people to find. But once you start looking for those opportunities, they will start appearing everywhere.
0: Yeah. Uh, to be thankful and to be in awe of the world around you, of your of your own life.
1: I think that's what it takes, is to yeah. have that feeling of awe about life. Uh, and that's when you start seeing it. And it's
0: fun. I mean, I'm feeling great just thinking about the things that I find amazing. Oh, yeah. That I can be thankful for.
1: Once you start the list, you kind of can't stop because the goodness just appears everywhere and the joy raises your joy. And it's exponential. So if you start a gratitude list, at some point, it's inexhaustive. It just it just never stops. And that's what I love. And it makes me then laugh out loud. And that's one thing I've been very thankful for during this time of sheltering in place is so much laughter. Friends sending really, really funny things by email and text, because I love to laugh out loud. It's so good for you. And so I'm thankful for those comedians and people who are funny and who are just able to put themselves out there and be silly and do things that make us laugh because we need it. And I, I love that.
0: That's another thing to be extremely thankful for.
1: Well, you know, and I can't do a list of what I'm thankful for and what I have gratitude for without including the primary thing that I'm grateful for, which is my faith, which is to have what for me is God, but this for somebody else could be just higher mind, but To have, for me, God as an actual confidant and friend, which tells me I'm never alone and I'm never misunderstood. And higher mind is exactly that. It's a higher level of thinking than what our own individual limited minds can do. So going back to what you started with, when you start looking at the stars this all takes us to new places. It's endless. And that is higher than one individual mind. And so I am, I am so grateful for that every day of my life.
0: Well, I would certainly echo that. The feeling of being connected to a, a power that's beyond you that transcends your everyday concerns is just extremely reassuring. And it's great to have in your life. And, and, like you say, whatever uh, form it takes—in the form of uh, belief or
1: whatever—it
0: mm-hmm. is. It is a certainly a powerful part of life.
1: Yeah anybody who's listening to this podcast, my hope is that this will uplift you and give you something more to be thankful for and to help you start your own gratitude list and to really use that as a tool in your everyday life, because we are all going to go through challenges, some extreme challenges, some things that are are dangerous even to our very lives and things that make us sad and lonely and fearful. And I find that when you can go to a place of finding that one thing, the one thing today, right in this moment that you can be grateful for, and maybe it is something seemingly small, Maybe it is, I'm thankful that I have clothes to wear or something to eat. And gosh, if you found yourself in a place where you didn't have that, that you could be thankful, like Ralph was talking about the colors that are around you that make your life richer than just a gray world finding something to be thankful for and grateful for can then start completely turning around your mindset and put you in a whole different place where you can start solving problems better and finding solutions that are more readily at your fingertips, more resources.
0: Yeah, a lot of great things to be thankful for. Hey, and if you're thankful for this podcast, We'd appreciate it if you'd leave us a review on iTunes and that way more people can find out about us and it'll give them a chance to connect on a deeper level to the things that they're thankful for as Mm -hmm. well. Thanks a lot. We appreciate you spreading the word.
1: When you need a break, a word of encouragement, a spark of creative juice and inspiration for mastering the challenges of life work and relationships you'll find it in the experience excellence audio series from connections university you can download it right now through the link at deeper connections podcast.com while you're there be sure to subscribe to the show at deeper connections podcast.com so you'll automatically get the latest episode as soon as it's available You'll find options for iTunes and other platforms. You'll also find links to the music in this podcast, written and performed by Local Honey. I'm Ralph Marston. And I'm Kimberly Kane. Thanks for taking the journey with us. Be courageous in all of your connections.
0: Go deeper. Your life will be richer for it.
1: This is Deeper Connections. Learn more, be more at deeperconnectionspodcast.com.